to the Manifesto of the Modern Man podcast. You know what? I was gonna I was gonna do the the thing from uh, what's it called? Wolf on Wall Street. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but that would have been weird. That would have been a little weird. <laughs> well, thank you for turn tuning in, um, and let's start off by apologizing to you all. Uh, it's been about a month since our last episode. Um, a lot of things have happened in both of our personal lives that uh, created an environment where we just weren't able to record. Um, so yeah, so we're sorry. Forgive us. Yeah. Um, just to to give a little bit, like for me at least, I, I had to deal with two two deaths in the family. They were back to back, so like that, two uh, weeks apart. Two weeks apart. Yeah. So it was a it was it was a different kind of struggle. Yeah. And, you know, and then we both lost, you know, a, you know, close friend. Yeah, yeah, we um, did lose a close friend. R.P. Byron, door. Yeah. Rest in peace, Byron. God be with you till we meet again. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, and so it's, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a rough last month, uh, but we're, Everything's slowing down a little bit, and we're trying to get back on track with normal life. And <laughs> what's normal now? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, and you know this, and getting you guys new episodes of this podcast. Yeah. So, so bear with this. We're back on track now. Hopefully. Hopefully. Knock on wood. Yeah. Nothing else happened. Jeez. So, I, I'm gonna put a plug in so like if you if you like if you haven't seen someone in a while, a family member, a friend, text them. At the very least. At the very least, yeah. Call them, just express some kind of love because you just never know. You never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel I feel you. I I second that. Um all right, well, uh, We're trying to get back in the groove of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get used <laughs> like, to it. Like, oh, again. man. Like, oh, shoot. Got to get my thought process right. <laughs> uh, it's also Monday, and Mondays aren't fun. Um, even, even when you have a Monday off, it's just not fun. Yeah. Um, you know you have things you, you should do and you want to do, and you're kind of like, uh, but it's my day off. <laughs> uh, I'm not working. Um, so... I want to start off this coming back episode by pissing off as many people as I can. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. So, if you're the average millennial, yeah, if you're the average millennial, you should probably turn off right now. Um, it, but what my goal is to piss off both sides of the fence, though. Ah. So. Basically, my core belief, and this might be a little bit cynical, but it's um, humanity is horrible in all routes and all positions, and we just need to accept that. Yeah. Uh, why, why do I say this? So, <laughs> we've in our lives, we've been dealing with an increasing number and an increasing vocal amount of feminists. Feminist. And their fin- feminism views, and it's getting very annoying. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, and the, and this is where, like I said, I won't be pissing both sides of the fence off. I get it. There's jerks out there. 
There's men in, you know, high management positions that refuse to pay women equal pay um, when they deserve it. There's men who, you know, rape and belittle women. Yeah. Um, There is horrible nastiness in that world. However, the majority of men are not that way. And so when you have this increasing amount of women who view all men that way, it's unbelievable and it's nerve wracking. You say one wrong thing that had zero intention of being taken or meant as something wrong and you get attacked. <laughs> you get your throat cut out. <laughs> Isn't that the exact opposite of what you're trying to fight for? Equality? <laughs> examples of this. The man's got examples. Where are you I, taking where are you taking these from? I spent the first part of the morning on Google. Uh-oh. Which kind of, you know, explains why I'm so cynical and pissed off right now. <laughs> because you can never, ever trust Google. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Google. <laughs> so the first one I'm pulling from, which seems like a complete contradiction to me, it's uh, from a, I believe it's a blog called Bella Britta, Christian Feminist Living. Hmm. I think I've heard of her before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, this was an article she wrote on August 18th, 2014. Feminism 101, learning the lingo. Ooh. Learning the lingo. Ooh. The culture has its own language. <laughs> Um, there's ones I don't even know how to pronounce in here. Can I see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I like to do that. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Christian egalitarianism. That's very good. Very good. You want to go ahead and read what it, the definition uh, is? All people are equal before God and in Christ have equal responsibility to use their gifts and obey their calling to the glory of God. And all and, uh, and are called to roles and ministries uh, without regard to class, gender, or race. See, and that's a good one. Why is that only... Why is that considered lingo for the feminism? Yeah. Let's, um, let's see here. I want to see if one of the... One of my favorite trigger ones are on here. I guess that's just, that's just, that's just based on views from other people, right? And so, because I feel like that's, that's an overall general explanation of, um, Christianity. Yeah. Um, but I get, but to someone else that's... But they're trying to warp it and use it oh, as yeah, ammo. Yeah, because that's, that's their point of view. It's, this yeah. is, this is how I, I perceive it and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's just how they like this is this is how the word is said on my street. <laughs> um This one doesn't necessarily trigger me, but I found it interesting that they took the Are you kidding me? 
I hope they can't hear the lawnmower outside oh right now. We're sorry God. if you can hear the lawnmower outside, but we really don't have any other choice other than to continue. Um, so, male gaze. Male gaze? Yeah. What's that? I, I mean, you've never heard of the male gaze? Oh, I've heard of the male gaze, but I just... But, all right, but this is why I'm bringing it up, is because this definition for the male gaze is extra interesting, I suppose you could say, or... Um, it's the presentation of media such as films or advertising from the perspective of a heterosexual man. Yeah, that's a lot. I have a simple mind, and that, that was a lot to try and... Um... <laughs> like, no, the male... I've always considered the male gaze literally being a man uh, yeah, gazing, gazing upon a yeah. woman. Wait, non-creepy or creepy? <laughs> Potentially both. <laughs> okay, okay. Somewhere in between. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, the creepy guy could be doing it creepily, and the normal guy could oh, okay, be doing it. Okay, normal. Yeah, yeah. The creepy gaze and the normal gaze. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they do recognize, you know, men's right activists, or as I like to say, the manivists. Ha 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 ha! Um, the play on words. People who believe that social, legal, and economic discrimination against males is present in society to the extent that fighting it deserves an organized effort, mirroring feminism, generally, ha generally have asserted since the 80s that women and feminism went too far and have harmed men in the process. Um, oh, so apparently, this is another one, there's a definition for nice guy. What's a nice guy? Men who view themselves as pro prototypical nice guys, but whose nice the... deeds are in reality only motivated by attempts to passively please women into a relationship and or sex. <laughs> Can I see that? Yeah. <laughs> prototypical nice guys, but whose nice deeds I love how those are in quotes. Are in reality only motivated by attempts to passively please women into a relationship and or sex. You know what? What? I knew a few a few guys like that back home back in the day. Oh, I've met guys like that too, but I've never put a label on it like nice. Yeah, guy. yeah. I did. Oh, what the freak? My eyes are opening now. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I just, so let, let's talk about feminism in general now. I am, I, I don't want to necessarily say that I'm a man's right activist, but like I said at the beginning, I feel like a lot of men are treated unfairly because they will say something that they were just raised to say, or they were, yeah. you know, um, you know, that culturally where they're from is acceptable and isn't seen as harmful. But because they say it, you get these millennial feminists jump on their throats and try and kill them for it. Yeah. And, and that's not fair. That's not equality. That's not, you know, being tolerant of other people's views. Especially because, like I said, it's not that he has a view. He just said something that's different than what you would have said. He used a different word than what you would have used. When in reality, his intentions were no different than what you had. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. And there are men out there who, who purposely say things to say things to feminists, but there are the majority yeah, yeah. who are like, just because of the way they've lived, their like, lifestyle, yeah. they say something, you know, they don't mean it. Yeah. You know? Like I said, there are men out there who are looking to, you know, have women as slaves. Womanizers. Some womanizers. You womanizers. Know, just looking for sex, yeah. easy way, yeah. different things like that, which is not good. That's not good. Oh, yeah, 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 that's not good. But to say that the majority um, of men are that way, and to treat the majority of men as if they're that way. You know what I feel it is? It's like, it's like, it's just a lot of built up, you know, frustration towards, um, you know, just women as a whole. Just a lot of just like letting it out on you know on men, mm-hmm. you know. And I can understand that they they've gone through a lot. I've seen a lot of people post up stuff about um, <clears throat> women having to go to the extreme to make sure that they get their equal rights. And I understand that, but like as you said, you know, it's just, it's kind of not fair to just explode on someone who's not really aware that that's how that person feels. Yeah. <laughs> And to say he needs to be more aware is kind of fair because he might have grown up somewhere different. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I see where you're coming from. Now, I want to reference a discussion that I had with, you know, unknown feminists that we both know. Um, and I already talked to you about this situation, but because you're such a sports-loving guy, I want your take on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one of the trigger... Um, one, one of the trigger terms that feminists commonly use for me is toxic masculinity. Well, I should probably put my phone on mute. Toxic um, masculinity. This one woman said that sports is a primary cause and build of toxic masculinity. And because of that, sports are bad. How does that make you feel? Or let me, before that, do you understand the concept of toxic masculinity? I'm going to be honest, that, I, what, what is that? (laughs) So the way it was explained to me is (laughs) toxic masculinity is traits and attributes of a man that are toxic, toxic, that are bad. So, you know, violence, um, um, abuse, um, I guess like over over sexual drive, different things like that. So, like I said, sports cause and harboring and fostering of toxic masculinity. Sports is bad because of that. Um, I would have to say that 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 that's I. To a certain extent, that's a true statement based on the people I've met. But like, as for me, um, that's only that's only a few. That's only a few. Like, I can see some of that in like the guys I played football with back in the day, or even basketball. Uh, but you just, unless you've played sports, it's it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I could, I could be the same way. I could, I could be outside the fence and look at something and come up with my own view and be like, oh, that's bad. That's bad. But I haven't done it. 
you know, and I don't know if this person has played sports uh, or been in a team environment, but there there is a certain extent extent of good that comes from that male masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you when you build friendships with people on a sports team, I could, but like I know what she's saying because I've seen it before. Um, when 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 that, all that person harbors is that toxicness of what comes from sports. Yeah, they build us up to. You know, to, to, to beat up on other people. And, and, and people don't like that. You know, they think it's bad. And um, but, in, but for me, when I was in that environment, and based, it, it based also it just depends on the person. Like, I don't think I suffer from toxic male, whatever you call it. <laughs> toxic masculinity. Oh, okay, okay. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you know, part of that is probably because you know I grew up with my mom, mm-hmm. you know, single mom, a single mom, mom, yeah, who was able to kind of pacify a lot of that. You the, feel yeah, like the beast. <laughs> the beast. The beast. Now, my dad, on the other hand, was every time on the field, he was like, you know, the total opposite. I want you to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, because I had both of it at the same time, you know, I I felt like me personally. You found the balance. I found the balance, but there are those who can't, and yeah, sometimes. Sports leads them to do crazy things, but for the most part, I believe sports helps that person who suffers from that. Um, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, just adapt himself to it and make it a part of himself, but to better himself and not to go on these violent rampages. Honestly, I don't think I've ever. Um, I don't. This is just me. There probably has been, and I just haven't found it. But I don't think I've ever seen like someone from a sports team go freaking crazy and commit like like mass murder or something. Something like that. You say mass murder, but have you seen one commit murder? I, you know, I mean, hopefully you haven't seen the murder committed. But you, well, well, you know, that just comes from different lifestyles. Like I know most. You I know, don't think sports? I don't think sports contributes to that. That's just, that was just their lifestyle growing up, like, you know, in the hood and stuff yeah. like that. You know, they didn't, oh man, yeah, sports, yeah, I'm gonna go out and, you know, drive by. I think that was just the lifestyle that they're in because, you know, it's, it was hard for them, for mm-hmm. some of my boys back then. And even now, you know, some of them still do things that they did um, before uh, just because that's, that's, that's the, only, the only thing they know. Um, but I don't, think, I don't think sports as a whole contributes to, um, those those bad life choices on the outside. I want to. We're we're, we're not done with the sports discussion, but I want to you know talk talk and touch on something that you brought up. Um, that fence analogy yeah. that you used of you know I can see how someone on the other side of the fence haven't actually yeah. done it could see and feel that way. Let's compare that to our discussion that we're having right now mm-hmm. because we are men. Can we actually be holding this type of conversation about feminism? I think it's, I think it's, uh, actually I won't say I think, I know we, we should, you know, this is how Mm -hmm. people come to an understanding of things is crossing the fence. Um, But, but our uh, point, the way I'm seeing it is because we are not women, because we are not having the struggle, we are on the other side of the fence. I see what you mean. I, I, you know, I'd say yes, we should be having this conversation because if someone's listening, they can, they can, they can, they can then tell us, you know, yeah, you know, like inform us differently. Inform us differently, really, because right now all I'm, all I'm pulling is just from life experiences. Yeah, yeah, I and I, you know, I'm not like you said, we're not women. You know, mm-hmm. we, you know, feminism 
is for the most part uh, just blank to most men. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, and I've heard of men who are feminist who you yeah, know, yeah. are yeah. Um, fighting that struggle. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think that's I think any like hardcore brutalizing non-accepting feminist um, who would hear this conversation that would be their ammo. Well, you're not a woman. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, you've got no idea what you're talking about. And my personal view is I counter that with no, I do. Yeah. I have a mother. Yeah. I've seen my mother be f- treated unfairly by people on both sides of the fence. And I've recognized her as a human being and wanted her to be treated equally. Yeah. I've seen friends that are women be treated unfairly. And I've wanted them to be treated as an equal. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the core, I think, a core belief of treat others like you'd want to be treated. Yeah. And... So, because I have defended women, I feel like I have a fair view on treating them as equals. Yeah. And then on the flip side, I don't feel like I'm treated as an equal by feminist. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm being constantly judged and rejected. And treated unfairly because I'm a male. Even though I had no harm or no, um, you know, intent of, um, you know, attacking them or even even said anything, I'm automatically got a target on my forehead. So, yeah. Yeah, that's not fair. Not fair at all. Yeah. Um. Now, let's go back to the sports topic. Yeah. Um, I feel like, in, you know, I agree with what you said. I also want to add another um, another side of the discussion. Mm-hmm. That's what would happen without sports? Yeah. The original intention. Oh, also, okay. I'm going to throw in. Um, um, there, I mean, like like I said that my mom would pass by. But she also was kind of, you know, like, you got to kill him, too. <laughs> At certain oh. points, you know, so so your mom's that way in life. I feel. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's pretty like I've met your mom and she's like pretty thug. <laughs> my, you know, punching my, you know, punching my fist into my hand, like you know, she 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 get down to business. She she's yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah, she definitely slapped you around as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but you know, back in. You know, the 40s and 50s, you know, football teams were there as a after school curricular activity for kids. So they wouldn't just be going around and getting in trouble. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, with television, different things like that, that's a little bit less of a present. There's there's other activities that are there. Um, But at the same time, for certain areas, for certain places, that's still a very important you know, time take up for kids. Yeah. Uh, even more now so because of, you know, both parents working out of the household. And so, you know, that's a whole other topic for another day, you know, because I personally don't like having both parents working. Yeah. Um, I, I strongly believe that, you know, one parent should stay at home. Different topic, like I said. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if both parents out of the house, kids come home. You know, we, we, we hear about how the U.S. has the highest teen pregnancy rate. 
You want, you want to talk about how much higher that would be if the boys weren't at football practice after school? Yeah, yeah. If the boys didn't have two hours worth of football practice till their parents got home? Yeah. And that's the thing. They People say sports in general. I feel like they mainly mean football, hockey. Uh-huh. And I feel like those are the two. Basketball. They mean they mean the contact sports. Yeah, the they contact mean sport, the physical. Because yeah. I'm like sports. Badminton's a sport. <laughs> Tennis is a sport. Tennis is a sport. Are you telling me that you know that's part of um, the the toxic thing? The toxic masculinity. It's not. Yeah, they're only attacking the contact ones. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time. Those non-contact ones serve the same purpose. They occupy yeah, children's yeah, time. Yeah. Um, children and some adults. I mean, you know, you got the professional sports player or even the college you know, players. It occupies their time. Yeah. So, you know, in their immaturity and their lack of knowledge and understanding, they have less time to go out to make mistakes. Yeah. Less time to go out and, you know, do bad things. Yeah. Like I said, whether it be, you know, you know, fooling around with a girl um, you know, or I should say other way around, a girl fooling around with a boy. Um, Selling drugs. Yeah, you know, doing drugs, uh, you know, gang-related activity, yeah. all those things. Sports allows a, you know, different out, you know, part of school, but outside of the classroom activity to occupy their time. Yeah. I'm thinking about it now, and I just, I, I, I'm thinking of all the guys I've seen that sports has saved. Uh, well, what about you specifically? If it wasn't for sports, what type of environment would you have been in? Yeah, that's true. I know you didn't necessarily grow up in, you know, the widest neighborhoods. So, you know. And, uh, you know, my, 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 my little family's had its struggles. Uh, compared to some of the guys down the block, it wasn't that bad. But, like, I've, I've experienced that struggle with the boys down the block, you know, when I wasn't with my mom, you know, when I was with them um, and see the things that they went through and sometimes experience some of the things we they went through um, back home, you know, I, it's just crazy, you know, if I didn't have sports for the most part, I probably would, would just be doing the whole thing, you know what I mean? Um, or I say that, I'm not sure, I, I just, you know, I'm just grateful that uh, I was in sports. I was in sports and had fun with it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I mean about just lifestyles, you know. It's the lifestyles that most of those guys come from. And yet again, it doesn't mean that every kid should be in a sport. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. There are... There, know, there's other good after-school activities yeah. that are present. Yeah. I know I spent several hours on the debate team yeah. after school, um, you know, practicing and prepping for debate tournaments, um, orchestras yeah. and bands, bands you know, yeah. bands. Um, you know, uh, drama, you know, just in general, the arts is a great opportunity where a lot of them have after-school practices or rehearsals um, that yet again occupy the kids time so then they aren't just going home or going out on the streets and causing trouble yeah. causing problems people have people need outlets mm-hmm. and then you know sometimes it's not sports sometimes it is and you know that's uh, that's just another way for them to just get whatever they have off their chest yeah for that time being 
So the other trigger word that I wanted to focus on from the you know feminist movement is one that it, it's unbelievable. Jason brought it up on when he guest starred on our podcast. That was the first time I had heard it. Ever since he had said it, I've heard it like a million other times. Mansplaining. Mansplaining. That has become a trigger for me. <laughs> I don't really fully understand what that means. It's, you know, the it's a man explaining anything to a woman in a condescending nature. Wow. Because, you know, a condescending man knows better nature. Oh. Which, which I think is bogus because that implies that women know and already have all the knowledge they need. All really? of a sudden people just want to make noise. Yeah, <laughs> we record our podcast and people start making noise. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, mansplaining. So like the most recent trigger of that word for me. What was it? was a review I was reading on Marvel's The Iron Fist, the new Netflix original. Yeah. Which has been getting horrible reviews, but everybody, the actual viewers are loving it, and it's become the most viewed Marvel original on Netflix. Eat that, critics. Uh, In your mouth. So, like, I know you haven't seen it. I know there's a chance that some of our... Um, you know, listeners haven't seen it, so I won't spoil anything. But you've got, you know, our main character, and then you've got a, you know, she's the head female role in the show. Um, the head female role has a dojo she runs in Ooh, New York. Um, and, you know, the character, the main character, he spent, what was it, like, 10, 15, now 15 years, I think it was, 15 years in a monk monastery training. Dang. Yeah. So there's a point where he's visiting this woman's dojo <laughs> and, you know, he offers critique on her style. Yeah. And they have a little friendly duel, you know, to just kind of test each other's abilities, learn from each other's abilities. I was reading one review from, I think it was from The Verge, which I know I shouldn't be looking at, you know, a very, very well-known feminist-driven liberal, you know, article, but this, and it was a man writing this. A man used the word mansplaining to describe how he was in her dojo instructing her on what he knew. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I know it's her dojo, but she didn't spend 15 freaking years in a monk monastery training on this stuff. <laughs> I think it's fair to say that he can show a little bit of knowledge. That's not like, why, why do you take that as a negative? Dude, that's, dude, that's just- I, 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 I mean, I do that with men. If, if I see you struggling on something and I, you know, instead of asking for your help, I, you know, say, hey, do this. It'll be better for you. Is that mansplaining? Can a man mansplain to another man? <laughs> like, like, do you see how ridiculous that is? I don't understand why um, 
So that guy would. Oh, that's that's the thing. Like my mindset is just like, why why do we even have mansplaining? And you know, like, and once again, we're on the other side of the fence. So that's, but that's just me. You know, if I'm gonna be real with you, listeners, that's just me. Like, why is there a thing such as mansplaining in the world? I, that's the thing is, I don't understand why there is. Like, I see someone struggling, or I see someone yeah. doing something wrong. Or you feel like you man can, you or can woman, you can I'm help. going to instruct them differently. I'm going to try and help out. Yeah. Why is it that when I'm a man and I try and do that for a woman now, it becomes a negative? Yeah, dude, it's that's. It's another way to unfairly attack men. Because that's what the feminist movement has sadly turned into. Like I said at the beginning, there is a time and there even today, there's still people that treat women unfairly, you know, you know, rape and abuse, unfair pay. That sort of fight needs to be had. That's where the fight was had back in the day. But now it just turned in a way for women to outlet their anger and cover it up with I'm trying to be a feminist. I'm trying to, you know, make for equal rights. Hmm. You know, part of me part of me wishes I could just like transform into a female for like a week mm-hmm. and just see, you yeah. know. And then come back and then talk about it again. I mean, there's surgeries for that, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, the surgeries would take a little bit longer than the one week you would be yeah, a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's it's hard, you know, to, to, to try and feel their frustration and to accurately, you know, talk about it here on the thing. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm a I'm a loss for words. Lost for words. I'm a loss for words. I gotta go find him. I'll be back. Let <laughs> <laughs> me go find him. I'll be back. <laughs> it's it's just crazy that you know, just this is the way life is. <laughs> you know, there's because of because of such and such things. You know, there is a group of feminists who have to fight for you know what what they should naturally already have. Um, and then sometimes it's, it splits off into something, you know, men think that they're really crazy <laughs> and some men are with them and it's, you know, it's sad that it has to be that way or it doesn't have to be that way, but it is that way, mm-hmm. you know? No, I, I completely get it. Um, we're, we're about halfway through the podcast, so... This is, we're, we're ending the feminist side. Don't worry. Like I said, I'm going to piss everybody off. Yeah. We're going to switch over to males and how stupid men are now. Um, which, yet again, you could have the argument of, no, you are a man. You can't, you know, be arguing <laughs> this. But I think, if anything, it gives me the prime perspective. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, one second. Give us some back noise or something. Okay. Um... I heard this nice song called Skybus, and it was by Matilda Lucas, which is a pretty fire song. If you haven't heard about it, go look it up. Um, 
there's a YouTube channel called Majestic Casual, and they play a lot of good music. I feel like I'm, I'm throwing on an ad right now. <laughs> this isn't an ad. We wish we had an ad and we were getting money. You know, we're getting money for this, but that's not what it is. Um, but yeah, they have a lot of, they throw out a lot of good music, at least in my opinion. Uh, so go check that out. Majestic, Majestic Casual on YouTube. I'm kind of kind of sad that I'm giving you guys this because I feel like I found that and it was it's mine. Like I only me, I want to listen to it. But I feel like I, I should share. It. But the song is called Sky Blush and it's by Matilda Lucas. So shout out to you, girl, and keep doing your thing. Wow. So this next article we're going to be looking at is from the infamous Infowars. Ooh. Um, it's published December 18th, 2012. And it's titled 22 stats that prove that there is something seriously wrong with young men in America. Let's hear them. Bring them out, Scotty. Number one, males account for approximately 70% of all D's and F's in public schools. <laughs> Is that in all schools? It's U.S. public schools. U.S. public schools? Okay, so, oh, okay. So not just high schools, it's talking about everything in general. Mm-hmm. 75%? <laughs> no, 70%. Oh, 70. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we saved 5%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one, I, I find interesting. Like, I don't know if there's a science behind it or, like, any, like, correlating evidence, but... Um, about two-thirds of all students in special education programs are boys. You know, my mom was a secretary for special ed at one point in the school district. And you know what? Yeah, I saw a lot of more guys. And that's what I was thinking, too, is I remember, you know, my in my high school, we were, you know, school was called the Wolves. And so the special ed class group was called the Special Wolves. Um <laughs> You take that as a negative. Some people take that as a negative. Oh, like, no, it's like funny. It's like they're just they're a special ed group, so you know, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just special wolves. Huh? But yeah, the majority of them were boys. They weren't females. Oh, oh. that's crazy, dude. Um, this one, this one will be the one to get you riled up. The average American girl spends five hours a week playing video games. The average American boy spends 13 hours a week playing video games. They gotta pump up those numbers. <laughs> those are rookie numbers, man. Y'all pump those up. Those are rookie numbers, man. For both of, both of them. <laughs> the average young American will spend 10,000 hours playing video games before the age of 21. Rookie numbers. <laughs> the one study discovered that 88% of all Americans between the ages of 8 and 18 play video games, and that video game addiction is approximately four times as common among boys as it is among girls. I can believe that. Um, at this point, 15-year-olds that attend U.S. public schools don't even rank in the top half of all industrialized nations when it comes to math or science literacy. It's kind of, in general, not just men. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, men are included in that. I, I feel like, though, the, the as for the video game part, I feel like that will probably switch. Not soon, 
but more into the there is a lot of females out there getting into the industry mm-hmm. the gaming industry and like I and I feel like that's one of those industries where they could just they could just bloom um but yeah that's I just just from what I've seen on everything like there's a lot of them in there so this one is an SAT stat oh and it bothered this one really bothered me because it's a stat from 2011 which means it was the year before my, I graduated which means it was the year oh most yeah, of my class yeah. would have been taking the SAT in 2011 SAT scores for young men were the worst that it had been in 40 years jeez Yeah. That was that was 2011. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Yet again, this is another one that was um, all Americans, not necessarily just men. Yeah. But according to a survey conducted by the National Geographic Society, only 37% of all Americans between the ages of 18 and 24 can find the nation of Iraq on a map. That's 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 wow. According to the New York Times, approximately fifty-seven percent of all young people enrolled in U.S. colleges are women. I believe that. Number I can ten. See that. It is being yeah. projected that women will earn sixty percent of all bachelor's degrees from U.S. universities by the year twenty sixteen. Oh, I feel like those, we already passed that. Well. Yeah, 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 I guess that's true. Um, old, old article, but oh, yeah. Um, I feel like so. I feel like an important notes on those two that yeah. we didn't discuss earlier. I think those two statistics are the way they are potentially because of feminism and the way it's driving our country and driving how people handle business. Um, I would not be surprised to find out that more scholarships are being handed out to women now. Because of them wanting to be, you know, you know, equal slash into women type situation. Yeah. It's not necessarily a true, but it's just a thought. Like, it, it's a potential thought. Um, because I know, like, I know for a fact because I've seen it happen in the business world. Yeah. Women getting chosen over men, even though the women are less qualified but because the government subsidies offer more tax breaks if you have more women on payroll. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. The, yeah. I've also seen women get hired even though they have less experience simply because the preface women. That's true. Oh yeah, there are there are companies that like like when when they well, like, like the applications list are like women only. Well, yeah, women I mean, only. I told you of that yeah, one yeah. recently. Oh yeah, that's right, you did. Yeah, I had a job that I was going to apply for. Yeah, it, you know, it was a cameraman position for you know just just a you know one gig. Yeah, and it ended up saying women only. The subject matter had there was there was no reason on the subject matter why. I couldn't have been on there. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, we were going to be recording in like a women's shelter where you got to be careful with the men present or anything like that. It was just, no, sorry, women only. You know what, dude? Our next guest has to be a feminist. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right. That'd be pretty interesting. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, um, skipping down some, they also talk about pornography. Which, Mormon view pornography. That should be a given. Well, well, it's just no, no. It's this. This is info war, so it's just in general. Oh, it's just in general. But um, yeah. So Wait, would you agree that more men view pornography more than women? Oh, men. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it, this is a general statistic. Um, I, I, some of the most sex fiend. <laughs> Porn loving, you know, people I've met are women. It's scary how into it. It'd be scary how into it they'd be, no matter what sex. But just some of the people I've been most scared by because of how into it they are are women. But I think overall, yes, yes. The pornography industry is driven and focused for male viewership. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, so this statistic, I feel, I feel it's fair to say that it's men driven and men focused. Uh, pornography addiction is a major problem among our young men and an astounding 30% of all internet traffic now goes to pornography websites. 30% of all internet traffic to pornography websites. And that was, and that, yet again, this was in 2012. Uh, I'd be Google that real quick. Be careful with what you. Oh Google. yeah, yeah. How should I word that? How yeah. Word that? Um, how much internet traffic goes to porn sites? How much internet traffic? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, that, that, that should That's hopefully good. keep your you know browser slightly clean. <laughs> how much internet traffic goes to porn sites? Oops. Goes to. Porn sites. <sighs> My fingers are so. There you go, porn sites. All right. <clears throat> How much of the internet is actually for porn? That's September. Well, that's 2011. Uh, doing How much of the internet is porn? Here, you you find something. I want to continue with this step. Um, go go. So, like I said, 30% of all internet traffic goes to pornography websites. And one survey found that 25% of all employees that have internet access in the United States even visit sex websites while they are at work. <laughs> while they are at work, looking up porn. Um, I only have one from from November 6, 2016. That's probably the most recent. But, they, but it's only giving 2015 stats. Well, but 2015 would be even newer than what we've got right now because this was from 2012. Okay. Oh, well, 30% of the internet content is porn. 88% of porn contains violence against women. Um, from 2005 to 2013, searches for teen porn tripled to 500,000 a day. Wait, what teen? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going into a dark part yeah, of the internet. Yeah, yeah. Let's um, <laughs> let's just say that we couldn't find any newer statistics yeah. <laughs> and move on. Let's close that book. <laughs> yeah. I had a thought, but I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, in the United States today, 47% of all high school students have had sex. Wow. Yeah. So I think I think that goes back to what we were discussing earlier. Um, 
sports are still very prevalent, but not everybody's into sports. Yeah. And sadly, the arts are getting their fundings cut. Yeah, there yeah. There needs to be both sides. Yeah. You know, if we have both sides, we'll be able to get more of those kids back into, you know, the extracurricular activities and, you know, prevent stuff like that. Um, the United States has the highest teen pregnancy rates in the entire planet. Um, um, this is more women driven, but I think it's important to note in the United States today, one out of every 14 girls has had at least one sexually transmitted disease. Well, that's scary. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Um, right now, approximately 53% of all Americans in the 18 to 24 year old age bracket are living at home with their parents. Yeah, for not being in that bracket. Woo! <laughs> um, according to one survey, 29% of all Americans in the 25 to 34 year old bracket are still living with their parents. 34 year olds still living with their parents. Oh, wow. Those are men? Uh, those are general, but those here's general. the men. Young men are nearly twice as likely to live with their parents as young women are at the same age. Oh, what? Yeah. Dang. I did not expect that. I yeah. figured it'd be the opposite. I, yeah, what the heck? Overall, approximately 25 million American adults are living with their parents in the United States right now, according to Time Magazine. Magazine. See here, I'm trying to just. And then this is the sad one. Young men are about four times more likely to commit suicide as young women are. Wow. So they're about the same. More than likely. Four times four more times likely. More than likely. Holy cow. Dude, that's crazy. Because usually when I, you know, I think of suicide, I usually think of a, of a girl. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Um. Just because the, there's there's like an expectation for girls, you know, through high school and stuff like that. Mm. And so like when they don't reach that. You I, mean like the sexual pressures and. Stuff like that. Pressures. Yeah. You know, for, you know, I don't want to say for all guys, like, but, you know, for me, it was, it was pretty chill. Yeah. You know, I, didn't, I didn't really buy it. Like, I just feel like women have to go through a lot to just do the basic things, you know. We don't put on makeup. I, you don't put on makeup, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I do not put on makeup. Uh, yeah, like, like we always. I mean, unless you like call my beard or my makeup. <laughs> but you know, we always crack the joke. Um, your girlfriend says, um, "Hold on, I'm getting ready." Hours later, but when a man says he's getting ready, like a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my that's why I always used to think of like, dang, like girls. They have to do a lot. See, that's interesting because I'm not that way. I think I do think of men that's more likely. Yeah. Um, because let's look at what men do face. Who's got the military expectation? That's true. And who's more likely to deal and suffer with the effects of something like PTSD? That's true. Um, who's who's looked at to be the like overall? Leader mm -hmm. of, a, of a family of a business, mm -hmm. you know, if they are leader of business, um, even even though we still have, even though we've got such a big movement for equality, yeah, that 
presence and that thought is still there as man is the leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I saw actually on World Star Hip Hop this guy committed suicide because he was um, he got into a bad business thing. Mm-hmm. He was like, "That's it, I'm done." Mm-hmm. Was, I, was, I saw it on camera too. Was like, he went to a, he went to a gun range. And then, like, yeah, it looked like he had a forty-five Magnum. He just, like, the instructor gave it to him. He grabbed it, and he went like this. The instructor was fighting him, and the instructor lost, and the guy just, boom. Messed up. Messed up. Um, but, yeah, so, I think. Dang, time flies. Yeah, are we at? at 52. 52. But, yeah, so, um. Overall, I think men have a whole set of problems that we need to address mm-hmm. that aren't being addressed, that aren't being focused on, that aren't being looked at. Um, everybody's more focused on men treating women right, yeah. which is good and needs to happen. Not saying that we shouldn't focus on that, but it's tr- taking focus away from education, from, you know, childhood support and, you know, knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's taking away from learning. I, I say difference between education and learning in the sense of, you know, the street knowledge, just, you know, street smarts. Um, and it's creating a whole... You know, when we, when we take that focus away when they're, you know, from young men, it creates a whole other set of problems that they have to face as adults. Yeah. Which, you know, yet again, we talk about that stress and why men face that stress. These men now have that set of problems and they're having to deal with those problems we were talking about to being judged by others just for having different views, just for having different beliefs. And it, it's just, it's bad. It yeah. causes problems. Why is it this way, man? I don't know. <laughs> Why is it this way? Yeah. <sighs> One final thing. This is going to kind of combine both points. Yeah. This is a quote, so I'm not quite sure from who. But I want to share it with you. I want your thoughts on it. All right. I'm not sharing this because I necessarily believe on it. You're just sharing it just to share it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'll comment on it too after you yeah. comment. Every single time a man sleeps with a lot of women, he's called a stud. But if a woman sleeps with a lot of men, she's called a slut. People think this is unfair. Nah, it's completely fair. And I'll tell you why. Dang. It's effing easy to be a slut. It's effing hard to be a stud. To be a stud, you have to be witty, charming, well-dressed, have nice shoes, and a fake job. To be a slut, you just have to be there. There are fat, ugly sluts out there. There are no fat, ugly studs. (laughs) Having a hard time keeping your laughter in there, Sifa. Oh man, dude, that—that's <laughs> like I feel like I 
should be a line in a movie or something. I, it's actually, I, I know, I don't know who it was, but it was, a, you know, I killed off of like Comedy Central or something like that. So it is, it is a stand-up, you know, comedy okay, saying okay, it. Okay, uh, So for the most part, he was being satire. I can see where he's coming from, though. Uh, for a guy to, 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 to be witty and charming and to try and uh, to try and get with as many girls as he can. I've seen that mm-hmm. through uh, through some of my my boys back home. Um, it's hard work. It's it, it definitely is uh, hard for especially if they're trying to keep it on the down low, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure they all tried to do. <laughs> uh, but it's you know yeah I can like I'm not I don't. I'm not a big fan of that, of, of, of um, be, that the guy sleeps with so many guys is dead. I still think he's a, a whore or just as the same. But um, I can see, yeah, it, it takes, it's, it's hard, hard work. <laughs> it's, I'll just say it's difficult. It's difficult to, to be a stud, quote unquote stud. Um, and to to be a slut, that. I don't really have any comment on that. I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> See, I had you answer first because you're the more level-headed one. And... <laughs> no, but like, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Yeah, it's satire, so you laugh at it. Yeah, you laugh at it. But in reality, it's yeah. sex is empty without love. Yeah. And so, and there are people who agree with you uh, or disagree with us on that. Yeah, yeah, there are there, there are people who disagree, but yeah. in my view, yeah. sex is empty without love. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're working hard for it or if you're just giving it up. Which I think actually there are some women who who, who view that as being very strong a very strong woman. Oh, giving it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. or they're just showing you know it's like the, I don't want to say the right. I ch- I'm choosing. Yeah, like I'm choosing to, to do this. Yeah, but anyway, point being. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, sex is empty without love. So just giving it up is kind of pointless. Yeah. And, you know, so it doesn't matter if you put a lot of energy and effort into giving it up or if you put no energy and effort into giving it up. Also, while there might not be, uh, I I think a woman can be a stud also. Yeah. A woman can get all dressed up at the club like you're talking about. You know, they take it as self-pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, they want to give it up, but they make the man work for it. Yeah. So yet again, I, I think while in this specific instance, he was um, discussing and he was using the man as a slut and the woman as the slut, mm-hmm. I think it can easily be oh, yeah, yeah. flipped. Yeah, yeah. A man can be a slut yeah. and a woman can be a stud. It's just not very common for people to think about it that way. Yeah. Society has a very mm-hmm. skewed view on it. So with that, I, I, I bring it full circle. With that... Bring it around town. With having made that establishment that a man can be a slut or a stud, a woman can be a slut or a stud, man or woman, we've just got some horrible people yeah. and horrible <laughs> thoughts out there. We need to accept that. Yeah. Accept, not condone. There is a difference. Yep. Yeah. True. 
Accept, not condone. We're still we're still trying to save the world. Yeah. We're still trying to save the world. Love. Be kind. Do what you can to fix things. Yeah. Don't, you know, stand for bad things. But don't cause bad things. Yeah. Don't let your fight for good end up being more destruction. Yeah. Because that's what a lot of people are doing. That's no bueno. That was a, that's a pretty good topic. Yeah. I, I feel so. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's something that's been great on me. Um, a lot of different conversations I've been having. You know, recent, I, I can't remember if we brought this up. But recently, I got, you know, I say recently, a couple months ago, I got attacked online by a feminist mm-hmm. um, because I called out a certain actress that I thought, you know, does not have any talent. That same person could have had the same roles, the same method, the same attributes and been a man. And I would have thought the man was a talentless hack. <laughs> Yeah, I believe that. You're a film guy. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen you take men with no talent. Yeah, but because it was a woman that I was having an issue with, these feminists took issue to that and decided to attack me for expressing my opinion. Yeah. That's not nice. Mm-mm. That's not nice. Yes, it could be argued that it wasn't nice for me to, you know, say that, you know, yeah. this actress wasn't any good. But at the same time, I'm not saying she's no good. You can't go see her. Yeah, this is your view. I just said, yeah. eh, not good. I'm not going <laughs> to see this movie. <laughs> I'm allowed to have opinions like that. Yeah, especially when they make more money than you. <laughs> She's making millions of dollars either way. I can say whatever I, I want. I can pay it on her. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That's fine. <laughs> well, we're at an hour or two minutes. Um, we don't want to take too much more time, but we should have some casual and more open conversation. Um, um, what, do you, what do you have... Um, do you have anything you'd like to talk about? I know I'm excited. Rogue One comes Rogue, out, Rogue One comes tomorrow. out tomorrow. Uh, man, no, not really. No? I, all I can say is that I saw Godzilla last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're talking about the older, I think it was 2014 Godzilla. 2014 Godzilla. Brian Cranston. Brian. I'll give it a five and a half. Five and a half. <laughs> I'm not sure if a big group of guys. Yeah. There's a bunch of guys who said five, a bunch of guys who said, said six. six. He's yeah. going to say five, five and, and a half. half. Yeah. yeah. It's worth one. one it was, it was, yeah, it was, it's worth one watch just for nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, that's why I wanted to watch it because it's like, freak, it's Godzilla. Um, but yeah, it's. It could have been so much better. <laughs> it could have been way better. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
I guess I'll, you know, I, I got to be careful with this because technically this is against the law. Oh. But I want I want to take comments on my Star Wars Master Cut that I'm doing. Oh. I was working on that last night. Oh, you were? Oh, I heard you. Yeah. I was like, I was like, what's he doing? Why does the same thing from Star Wars keep playing over and over again? Oh. So I've got my um, digital copies of Star Wars, um, and I'm mixing them all together. So then it'll be one long extended cut, but I'm doing it in a different order also. So when Rogue One comes out, Rogue One will be the first movie you watch. And then it'll be episodes four and five, A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. And then we'll, then you go to two, three, and then you end on six. Um, and yeah, we just completely forget about episode one. Um, <laughs> nobody, nobody wants that. <laughs> Except Logan, our roommate, who is a absolute freak. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Logan. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it's been interesting to you know like blend and you know make the transitions for you know in between because I'm actually like I'm cutting the credits out. Yeah, I remember you said that. And I'm, you know, splicing it together so it's more of like just a scene transition happening and mm, not almost like a Tarantino type deal. I when it chapters. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess so. I'm not I'm not necessarily labeling them as chapters, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to just, you know, I'm doing my best to like like I said blend it Make together it nice. so it's a full movie. What's going to be crazy is whenever I render it out because when I render it out, it's going to be like a 10, 12 hour movie. Yeah. At which point it's going to take forever to render out in 1080p. Good luck, man. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, an hour and five minutes. Yeah, we, we, we had some casual like conversation yeah. in there for you because, like I said, we this was a, this was a pretty heavy episode. Yeah, so. yeah, we decided to come back swinging. Yeah, exactly, come back swinging. Come back swinging. Um, and so we we still want to you know show that we're we're, we're peaceful, we're loving. Yeah, yeah. You know. Shout out to Chaz for the makeshift the uh, what do you call it? <laughs> You know, the sad thing is, I can't even remember what the actual name is, but, you know, it's it's like an audio blocker. It's just some, it's just some soundproofing layered on so we can, you know, to really have the sound directing, you know, focused on the mic and yeah. not anything from behind the mic. So. Shout out to Chaz. Yeah. Um, so, awesome. Uh, thanks for listening. Um you know, if you missed us during this past month, you know, if you, you you if you donate to Patreon and you give us advertising through AdvertiseCast, you know, we definitely have been more willing to, you know, and driven to make episodes. So make sure and back us and, you know, throw us a little bit of money if you're enjoying this. Um, as always, the Facebook our email, manomodman at gmail.com. Email us feedback and different things like that. Uh, if you don't, um, if you don't hurry up and email us with suggestions and stuff like that, we're going to start doing more of the um, more of the conspiracy theories that our roommate keeps oh, yeah, emailing yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we need you to email us so we don't have to do those. Um, but yeah, I'm Troy. I'm I am Sifa. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Love you.